Welcome to Maryland's Rising Stars, a podcast from the Maryland Chamber of Commerce that shines a spotlight on the next generation of inspirational leaders and changemakers in our state. Through this podcast, we'll meet and hear the stories of Maryland's phenomenal young professionals, entrepreneurs, and visionaries who are making a big impact through their work. They'll share their passions, their visions for the future, and how they are driving transformation in their industries and communities every day. And we will get an early look at the emerging leaders who represent the future of Maryland and whose ideas, innovations, and commitment to service will shape our state for years to come. This season of Maryland's Rising Stars is presented by United Healthcare. Welcome to episode two of Maryland's Rising Stars. I'm your host, Abby Ludwig, and today we're going to get to know David White, founder and CEO of Tomorrow's Bio Today, a Maryland company dedicated to improving technology and diagnostic capabilities. David is an entrepreneur and an inventor. He designed an ingestible tablet camera system configured to capture and quickly transmit images of internal organs, building and significantly improving upon technology that previously existed. David was born and raised in Maryland, and he lives and has built his business in Somerset County. He's an avid supporter of workforce development, training, and funding, along with technology literacy efforts, especially for youth. David has a phenomenal story not only around the invention and the business he created, but also around what he's learned along the way. Let's welcome David. I know you'll enjoy getting to know this amazing rising star. Welcome, David. It is so nice to see you again. Thank you for being a guest on the Maryland's Rising Stars podcast. Thank you so much for having me this morning. You know, it's great that I have a few moments to have a chance to chat with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Let's start by diving right in. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about yourself. So again, my name is David White. Um, I'm from Princess Anne, Maryland, which is a small town here uh, on the eastern shore of Maryland. Uh, I've grown up here my entire life. Um, I went to Washington High, uh, which was my main high school, and I currently work uh, for the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, which is a HBCU here in the town of Princess Anne. In addition to working for the University of Maryland Eastern Shore, you're an entrepreneur and inventor, and you've invented a pretty amazing product for use in animals in the livestock and veterinary fields. Tell us more about your business and what you've created. So I started a company called Tomorrow's Bio, and what we have invented is a single camera uh, ingestible tablet for large animal endoscopies. Uh, And for those who may not know what endoscopy is, an endoscopy uh, is the procedure where they generally take a camera and they go through the esoph- or through the mouth and then down through the esophagus uh, to view if there's any cuts or abrasions. Uh, some of you may have also seen it go through the, no- the, the nasal cavity as well. Um, what this device is going to be able to do is inside of the tablet itself, uh, the large animal such as a horse uh, or a cow or even sheep could swallow it and the tablet will begin to capture images then it will send those images off uh, to a third party's uh, server uh, that you could then access those photos uh, directly from your cell phone. Uh, So it'll make it, you know, safer for the veterinarians to use, uh, as well as, you know, saving people time as well. When you first invented the ingestible tablet, you had imagined it being used by humans, but you made a pretty big pivot along the way that led you to a much different and pretty huge market. Tell us more about that pivot and what it taught you. Uh, the, so the change uh, for me um, 
I was very hesitant. I did not want to switch to the animal market. I didn't want to go veterinary. I was adamant about staying on the human market. Um, but like you said, the market is, is huge. Uh, and I guess I hadn't really realized uh, how big it, the, the farming industry in and of itself was agriculture. Um, and, you know, much less to speak of uh, the, the livestock, you know, that side. Um, so that, that was a huge pivot for us. And, you know, it really opened my eyes to seeing that the biz- businesses aren't necessarily about what you want. It's about what is the community need and how do you best serve the community with the resources that you have. Uh, in Maryland, um, I, I've been able to speak to, uh, you know, four or five uh, uh, livestock farmers, uh, and they're all excited about technology. Currently, they pay $500 for either an endoscopy or a colonoscopy. And if you need both, it, of course, it'd be $1,000. But with this tablet, because it's going to go in uh, through, be taken orally, and it has to be passed all the way through with a three-hour battery life, it, it essentially give them both of the services for a quarter of the price. So they're, you know, they're, they're very happy about it, um, especially with the price of feed going up. Uh, the price of land uh, and taxes, you know, they're, they're getting chewed up left and right. Uh, so they're extremely happy to find something <laughs> that's coming, hopefully, you know, onto the market, hopefully within the next year, year and a half, um, that can provide them with some softening uh, of financial burden. David, I imagine that being an entrepreneur and inventor comes with a lot of lessons learned. What is the top lesson that you've learned that you would want to share with others? Um, my my biggest thing um, I'd probably tell you is to give it a try. Um, you know, don't go to places where you don't think that you'd be welcome at all, but uh, or or where you know you wouldn't be welcome at all. Uh, but if you think you might not be welcome, give people a chance. You never know. There have been times where I've gone out and I've talked to people about it, and I thought they wouldn't like me or or wouldn't like what I was doing. Uh, but they ended up changing their mind. Now, of course, there were people at, you know, some of those events who, you know, gave me nasty looks or scoffed at me type of thing, and that's fine. Uh, but those people are going to be all over no matter how, you know, no matter what they look like or anything like that. So go out and, and give people a chance. That's the point of the entrepreneur in you. While other people who are maybe not the entrepreneurs may not want to give people a chance, that is you know, that's the biggest thing that you have to do as an entrepreneur. You have to give somebody a chance to say no, because they very well might say yes. And they might tell the next person, the next person, the next person. Uh, and, and then, you know, then that puts you in a much better position. Um, but in the beginning, yeah, you know, there, I, I was nervous to go out and, you know, people didn't really understand what I was doing. And, you know, it's partially my fault. I didn't really have, um, a good presentation. Yeah, I didn't really have, I, you know, I, I didn't really have anything set in stone as far as uh, what I was looking to do, uh, the size of it, and you know, there were I was still going through uh, some, uh, you know, some PR stuff type of thing, um, and R and D, and but now that we've kind of, you know, built ourselves and we have a a, a solid prototype and we've moved on to our 2.0 version, which is half the size. Uh, you know, people are really excited. Uh, but in the beginning for entrepreneurs, 
the biggest thing is going to be, like I said, give people the chance to say no. Um, and the most experience I, I've gained are from uh, those demeaning no's, uh, where people say no, and then they want to give you, tell you everything you've done wrong. Well, you can do one of two things. You can get upset about it, or you can go back to drawing board. You can look at it. You can say, well, how right is this person actually? And that person has good points. And if that person is correct on ways that you're, you know, not mature in the company or, or not prevailing in, uh, in certain areas, then you probably should go back and change it. Because while this person said no for free, it could cost you millions or, or billions of dollars down the road uh, because not a large investors are saying no because of what somebody told you four or five, six months ago, two years ago, uh, but you decided you were going to get upset, get in your feelings, and you didn't want to make that change. Uh, so even when people are rude about saying no, ha- you know, take take what they say. Uh, don't let their message get messed up in their me- get mixed up in their mess. Uh, listen to the message, listen to what people have to say, and then, you know, take, take what's necessary and leave the rest. I love that advice. Take what's necessary and leave the rest. Switching topics just a bit. I know that one of the things that you do in your spare time is mentor youth in your community, which is just amazing. You've said that you've benefited immensely from mentors that have helped you along in your journey. What are some of the lessons that your mentors have shared with you? Uh, my mentors have definitely changed uh, my way of thinking. Um, what I thought was supposed to be the lifestyle of the rich is the exact opposite. Um, and in fact, one of my uh, one of my mentors, his favorite line was, uh, "Only the poor middle class retire; the rich never retire." And then he asked, he says, "Name one person that's rich that you actually think doesn't work." And I stopped and I thought about it for a second. And I realized that people are chasing dreams that they don't even understand. Uh, and so that was the biggest thing for me was it was a wake up call. Is this what I want? And it also changed me from thinking about uh, it, am I following my passion or am I following the money? Um, and a lot of times if you follow what you're good at and you follow, you know, if, if, if you're passionate and, and you are good at it, uh, the money will follow. Um, but that was, that was, I would say that's the biggest thing that I learned. You shared with me that your mentors have also helped push you outside of your comfort zone and given you ideas on how to give back to your community. Tell me more about that. My, my mentor was the one who pushed me to go to some of those, um, some of those events that I generally wouldn't have gone to and uh, talk to people. Um, cause they, they pushed me to believe in my, and to believe in myself and also to believe in others that somebody is going to, is going to want that somebody will probably need, uh, this at some point. So, you know, you, you have to go out there, you have to put yourself out on front street. If you, if you ever want to really make it in this world. Uh, I think the, in the, in the third thing, uh, they taught me was always remember the community. Don't forget the community. That was the the biggest thing. Um, my mentor, uh, he was uh, an older Jewish fellow from New York, um, and one of the things that he taught me was that in his community, uh, it is important to continually give back because that's how the rest of the community builds. Um, and he brought that up because I was talking about how I wanted to help build 
the black community and help you know uh, change a lot of the impoverishment that I see uh, in Maryland, uh, especially uh, around people of color. And, uh, and and that's where that conversation was brought up of uh, not looking to uh, push all my money outside of the community, uh, but rather uh, th- find ways to reinvest into it. And, and, and reinvesting into the community does not necessarily mean me writing a check uh, to anybody. It could be me opening up, opening up a grocery store. Uh, that grocery store, uh, that could buy... Um, Somebody could make um, chocolate chip cupcakes and I could buy those cupcakes from them and sell them in my store. Or it might be farmers, uh, like we talked about earlier, from my community who are growing stream beans or growing cucumbers and I can give them a chance to sell those cucumbers, stream beans from my store. Uh, so there's multiple ways in, of giving back to community. Uh, but those three things, I, I'd probably say, you know, uh, don't forget the community. Uh, always give back. Uh, understanding. Uh, the lifestyle that you're asking for and uh, you know thinking about is this what you really want uh, I you know a lot of people get in, get into these situations um, you know they're doing well in business uh, and then they realize halfway through or you know I'm not even halfway through <laughs> you realize you know in a, in a, for a fair segment I think you through a fair segment um, mm-hmm. that this isn't really what you want that you know, what you what you thought it was going to be, it's not. Um, and if you're not willing to fire yourself once a week and then rehire yourself on a Friday, you know this probably isn't meant for you. Uh, this is not for for the lighthearted. And you know I I got all those great lessons from my mentors, and I'm so thankful to be around them. David, one last question for you today. If you were to give other young professionals or entrepreneurs a piece of advice, what would it be? In terms of putting in the work, uh, stop trying to get there. Uh, Enjoy the journey because once you're there, you're going to wish that you were still on the journey. you know, I, I'm very grateful that everything's moving very, you know, fast for me, and, and you know, and in, in, in the positive direction that it is moving. Um, but I, that's probably my number one takeaway: uh, and, and enjoy the journey. Um, don't don't try to uh, determine your own success based off where other people are at. David, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing more about your lessons learned, your company, and the game-changing invention you've created. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you and learning from you. Thank you so much. I hope to talk to you again soon. That wraps up our conversation today with David White of Tomorrow's Bio Today. I hope you've enjoyed getting to know this amazing rising star and learning from his journey in entrepreneurship and innovation. Make sure to learn more about David and his invention via the Tomorrow's Bio Today website, which you can find at tomorrowsbiotoday.com. I hope you join us next time as we continue highlighting amazing young professionals, innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders across our great state.